welcome to this episode of Special Unit 352, or SG-352 for short. My name is Max, and this is my co-host Peyton, and we became fast friends of our mutual love of Star Wars. We love Star Wars so much, we wanted to talk about it all the dang time, so we decided to record it. Today, we're going to be talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi, the TV show, but not on TV, part five. But first, Peyton, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine, as... As fine as I can be, um, I am working a lot, like five or six days in a row. Mercy. Yeah. Um, I did a Polynesian dinner this past weekend. My mom wanted to have Hawaiian food. So I said, hey, I think there's a uh, a port from the Polynesian uh, that we can make. I pulled it from my Disney recipe cookbook. So we made this pork, which got like a peanut-based sauce with um, pineapple slices. And uh, we made some gratin potatoes and something that's similar to pina colada, but not really a pina colada. But that's what we did over the weekend. Cool. Um, no, other than that, I don't think there's much really going on. Um... I'm finally going to start having some short shifts at Legoland in a couple weeks, meaning that I can actually get a bus there and back. Thank God. <laughs> um, and that, that's only going ha- to be available for like a month and a half, but I'll just take what I can get for now. Um, but no, nothing, nothing is really going on. I'm just kind of... I'm just kind of stuck in the middle here of, you know, what's what's been going on in Disney Plus. Um, you know, that's pretty much it. There hasn't really been any, like, Star Wars news at all. And I'm, I'm kind of grateful for that because we don't have to, talk, we don't have to waste time. Well, not waste time. We don't have to take time out of our episodes to discuss the news. I do have some news, however. Go for it. Well, first of all, did we confirm the time period of when um, Tales of the Jedi was coming out this year? No, we did not. Okay, well, I did. I forgot to mention that it is coming out in the fall. Okay. So I don't know if it's going to come out around the same time as The Bad Batch. I hope it doesn't, because that means we'll have three shows to cover, Um, even though that one's only going to be like a six-part show. Um. I don't know how if we could take three shows. Mercy. Same time. I'm we'll probably good. I'm tired enough as it is. <laughs> well, you know we're gonna have to do two shows at the same time. That I could do. Three shows sounds like a bit much. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have to cover them all on three separate days. Um, if we ended up doing it. Thankfully, though, it will come on when Andor has wrapped up. And all we have is the Bad Batch left. Um, Because the Bad Batch is going to kick off halfway through Andor. So we'll not have to cover two shows for long. Just six weeks. Um, Actually, probably a little less than that. Um, But no, that's going on. I do have some bad news pertaining to if we are going to get... An appearance from Grogu, or Mando, or Boba, or Fennec Shand in Walt Disney World. 
as okay. of right now, they will not be coming here. They will be coming only to Disneyland. And the reason behind that is because there's been talk of them messing up the Star Cruiser's timeline. What? Yeah. It would mess up the timeline of the hotel. That is their excuse. Oh, the $5,000 a night dumpster fire? Yeah. Um, can't have that. So, I'm, 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 no, we can't have that at all, Mr. Paycheck. That's fire on Mr. Paycheck. Woo! Um, <laughs> but, no, I don't think this is a good reason for them to be doing this. I know Disneyland is a bit of a local park, meaning that they can, they have to bring out different offerings to satisfy the locals, and we're more of a worldly kind of park. Um, so they don't want people to expect to see, you know, Grogu and all of them and Every, every single time they come. But I don't see any reason why they should not be bringing the, uh, them to the park. To the parks. And they don't have to necessarily be in Galaxy's Edge. They can stick them in the Star Wars Launch Bay area, which is set right in between Galaxy's Edge and Star Tours. I don't see any reason why they couldn't do that. They've dug themselves into a hole with locking galaxy's edge into this time period of around six months between the last Jedi and the rise of Skywalker. So I don't know. I'm praying that we will get Grogu in some way, shape, or form, whether he is gonna be an animatronic being carried around by Mandalorian or in his pram. Um there is talk of I don't know if you did you ever see that animatronic uh walk around group that came out a couple years back? No. Well, he only came out around like D twenty three, so he wasn't actually like in the parks. Okay. But they had a fully animatronic baby group, and they had an animatronic Wally that they planned on bringing out to the parks, but they claimed that he was too heavy and they were afraid that he'd roll over somebody's foot. Um, a lot of excuses. But Groot is around the same size as regular Master Yoda. And there's been some testing in the technology department lately. So, I don't know what this means, but we may actually end up getting Master Yoda. Oh, and uh, we definitely already, uh, we definitely have uh, Wally in the parks now. Oh, we do? When yes. did, I, did they bring him back in? Uh, I don't know if it's Disneyland, but he's def they've they've definitely shown him in uh, Galaxy's Edge, either here or, or or in California. Why would he be in Galaxy's Edge? I don't know. I was it was on uh, like lightsaber TikTok. They were showing uh -huh. a video. They were showing Wally a Neo Pixel lightsaber. Huh. Well, I'm gonna take a stab and say it's Disneyland because I would have heard it if it was at Disney World. That's what I'm uh, thinking, too, because it wasn't on my radar, either. And it is really disappointing that we're getting the short end of the stick here with everything. Um, uh, honestly, I genuinely think that it's uh, not... Uh, I think that it's a little purposeful, uh, because uh, our governor is trying to take shots at the mouse, and uh, 
the mouse's response is, you know what? We're going to give California all the new toys. How do you feel about that? Well, <laughs> I don't think the governor cares one bit about what we want anyway with WDW. Um, but I don't want to get too political on this podcast, so we're going to move on from that. All right. Um, well, just before we jump into episode five here, um, so I've been reading, did you, have you read any of the um, social media tags the past couple of days? No. Well, people seem to really dislike episode four. Really? There's been a lot, yeah, there's been a lot of talk about it on Facebook. Um, I actually got into an argument with somebody on Facebook over a comment they made. They said that Disney ruined Vader. All because he didn't all because he didn't kill Riva in episode four. And I said, Look, if Vader's got a use for you, he's not gonna kill you just yet. And I think anyone in their right mind would realize that. And for all these people out there that are constantly nitpicking at this show and coming up with false stories, Mike Zero on YouTube, I'm talking to you, buddy. You need to stop that, dude. You need to stop that right now. <laughs> they are condemning the show before the show has even wrapped up. And I bet the, uh, my Facebook friend is eating his words now if he's seen episode 5. Man. Because um, I just looked at Facebook today, and I've seen nothing but positive comments about episode 5. It's so good. Yeah, speaking of episode 5... um. Let's uh, let's jump into first impressions. Um, so for me, I was a bit annoyed initially after seeing the forty-two minute runtime. I was like, "How the heck are we going to get through the final episode with this kind of runtime?" Um, but then I saw that warning. There's a warning on the screen saying that there are violent scenes and upsetting scenes. Yep. Now, that's the first time we've seen that for any Star Wars show on Disney+. Plus. And I feel like it was well-warranted. I mean, they had child death on screen. <laughs> Definitely. Ch- and child and talk- on alivement. <laughs> and, we, and we've talked about this. Um, yeah, so I saw that on screen. I'm like, hmm, interesting. What are we going to see? First sequence that popped up, I was like, all right, I'm completely on board. I don't care how long the episode is, it's going to be good. Um, and I I have nothing but praise for the episode. I've watched it twice, which is awesome, considering I only watched episode four once. Uh, but what's your first impression? Um, my first impression was... Um, I... I was okay. It, it felt normal... Uh, like, it, it felt pretty, uh, like, beat for beat, like a regular episode. It didn't feel like anything out of the ordinary, or they weren't taking big strides, until, um, we get to the last third of the episode. Mm-hmm. The, uh, now, as a lightsaber and lightsaber fighting aficionado, I need you to know seeing our boys, Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor, back in the saddle. Oh! Oh, it was a dream come true. It was a dream, and we we, we guessed that this would happen. Oh, well, it's I so good. Um, I was actually expecting a flashback 
to a Clone Wars battle on Jabim. Um, we didn't get that. I, I like this better. I like that this was his ascendancy challenge. I like that that I like that a lot. No, that's the Sith uh that's the Sith word. Uh what is it when you get knighted? When you go from Padawan to knighthood? Knighted? <laughs> you get knight okay, good. Uh <laughs> You're right. Uh yeah. sorry, my my lightsaber hasn't been blue for a long time. So uh <laughs> So uh seeing them uh seeing them lightsaber fight in like the prequel way and i know that people like actual fencers are butthurt about uh the prequel uh normal uh, choreography because it's fantasy and i'm okay with that and it's a, i'm okay with you being upset about it like gr- absolutely granted that no one should be throwing it around themselves they should keep their weapon in between themselves and their opponent totally right, get like, that uh, like dooku exactly yeah um and yeah. Uh, and like how kenobi used anakin against himself is so good Oh, the last third of this episode is so good. The only, uh, I also feel like it leaves more, que- it, it has more questions than answers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that, again, that is only because of the last third. So, like, all the rest of this is, like, window dressing to me. Mm-hmm. It was, all of it was the the building blocks up to the beautiful masterpiece that is the scenes at the end that we earned. Absolutely, and the upcoming final episode. Um, uh, but hey, let's uh, let's jump into let's step into the meat and potatoes here of the episode. So, uh, we open in a flashback of Obi Wan Kenobi and his Padawan Anakin Skywalker. Uh, with the Padawan rat tail, which never looked good on anyone, uh, and it is, uh, it's for his knighthood. He's made his own lightsaber, he's passed all the other tests, the only thing he has to do now is beat his master in lightsaber combat. Is this knighthood? I got the impression that this was pre-Attack of the Clones. Yes, he was still a Padawan. Yes, and he was still Padawan during the first phase of the Clone Wars, too. Really? Then yes, ha- he was the- Then how does he... he- was the- hmm? I thought Snips was his... Ahsoka was his apprentice. Yes, and Anakin was still a Padawan during that... During the first couple um, months. Oh, I did not know that. I, I now, feel like that's weird. I'm, I'm kind... Well, yeah. Uh, (laughs) you're still padawan or just knighted i'm not entirely sure because he was knighted i know he was knighted in the original clone wars the 2003 version and we never got that in the 2008 to 2014 whatever how many seasons they did so that that that's kind of shaky up in the air. Exactly what time period? Uh, somebody please email us, correct us if we are wrong or if I'm wrong. Rather, uh, don't send me a howler. Just yeah, 
So I'll, put, I'll put it on blast. I'll find I'll find some AI to read it in the voice of Molly Weasley and make it a howler. Actually, you know what? <laughs> look it up. Look, look, look. Go ahead and look up. Look. Uh, can you look up to see if Anakin was a Padawan? We can do that here. Yeah. Science. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, he was born in 41 BBY. Yep. He was discovered in, in 32 BBY. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't say when he was knighted. I know it was during the Clone Wars. Yeah. So, and it could just be them being back on, uh... Yeah, because he wouldn't have been a general if he wasn't a knight. Correct. So, uh, I think that he was knighted. Uh, I, this is, uh, he does say, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi says, um... Like you're you're still a Padawan at the end of this episode when mm -hmm. he uh when he wins. Uh but like and so this is before he became a knight. As to where this particular flashback sits, I'm not sure. But I mean I, I'm guessing it's either gonna be right after Attack of the Clones or just before Attack of the Clones. I'm not sure if it even is Right before, because they were coming from a mission, and then they went straight to what it seems like uh, Padme's apartment to keep an eye out for the assassins. Yeah. So let, let's just put it. Let's just put it at either pre AOTC or after AOTC. Okay. Uh. Well, this is the same balcony that we saw. Um. At the very beginning of the show, with Order 66, by the right. way. Yes. Freak yeah. So. Hold on, my computer just a weird thing. Um, so. Kenobi asks Skywalker if he's ready before the two begin to fight. Uh, cut to the present, an Imperial captain ushers the third sister, Reva, uh, aboard the bridge of Darth Vader's Imperial Death, uh, Imperial Star Destroyer, the Devastator. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Did you just say the Devastator? That is correct. Holy shit! Yep. You don't, do you not remember that was because that was the name of the game his Star Destroyer in the radio drama. Oh, you're right. So they canonized that? Yes, they did. Holy Jesus. So wait, so when did he get his um, big boy ship? When did uh, he get the um, executor? I don't know. That's well, a good question. I, I'm, I'm, now I'm pumped. Man, these shows are bringing out all the characters. We got Wendy and... No, not Wendy. We got um, Fixer and Cammy and Boba Fett. We got the Devastator in this show. What the heck's next? <laughs> Frick yeah. We need a Luke Skywalker and Big Stark Lighter uh, TV show. We might get it. I don't know. Give me one. I want to. I want to. Uh, uh, 
the fall of Dooku show. Uh, I, I, think we are, I think we are getting that in Tales of the Jedi. At least something hinting at it. But that's another subject for a different day. Right. So, Reva reports that they have tracked Kenobi down to Jabim. Vader expresses satisfaction before telling her to kneel. Uh, after promoting Reva to the rank of Grand Inquisitor, he orders the captain to set a course for Jabim immediately. Meanwhile, so, go ahead. No, just the way Vader says the word Jabim. Jabim. Get out that deep baritone. Meanwhile, Rockin's freight transport descends in Jabim's atmosphere and lands at the pad's base. Rockin disembarks with Kenobi, Princess Leia, Tala, Durith, and Sully. Um, Kenobi is surprised to see Haja Estri, uh, the guy pr who pretended to be uh, a Jedi uh, on Dayu. Yeah. Uh, Some people thought that he might have been actually pretending, pretending to pretending to be a Jedi. Uh, up until the fight with the third sister, where she yeah. reaches out to the Force and goes, "Ah, you're nothing," and yeah. flings him up against the wall. Yeah, some people thought he would he was actually going to be Quinlan Voss, but no Quinlan in this episode. I doubt we're going to see him. Yeah, if anything, like we're either going to get Quinlan Voss or Qui Gon Jinn. Like we're, I, we're not, I'm, and I'm leaning more towards Qui Gon. Same here. Uh, I just feel like they're they're not going to give us two big name Jedi at the One. end because there's two that's too many paths that, that's like uh, di dividing our attention too much. Right, and they could save Quinlan for a second season of the show if they do decide to do a second Obi Wan. Right. So, uh, Kenobi speaks with Rocket, telling him that he needs to get Leia back to Alderaan as soon as possible. Rocket explains that everyone in the path uh, have been waiting to get off this planet for months, uh, and they push back everything because of him. Uh, uh, Leia specifically. Uh, Kenobi promises to do what he can, do what he can, and to help while Ro Rocket, uh, Roken. I don't remember how to, they pronounce it. Uh, tells the fugitives to get ready to depart. So, uh, cut back to Vader's Star Destroyer. Um, he issues the order to lock down the path space. Reva warns that if they trap them, their opponents can hold up for several days. Vader replies that he does not intend to break them. It is not them that needs to break. It is him. <laughs> It's just, that is a very interesting line. I like that a lot. Same here. Meanwhile, the reprogrammed Lola uh, flies into the base's power plant, a uh, little circuit board, and does a little snippy snip, <laughs> sealing the hangar roof. Kenobi, Kenobi, Kenobi notices a writing on the wall, and there is a lot of arabesque to go through. I still haven't uh, looked at Everyone is still freaking out about Hayden Christensen on Star Wars leaks, and no one is... Uh, I haven't seen anybody uh, as of yet to break down all the arabesque that was on the wall. Um, mm -hmm. There was the uh, Luke's Jedi Order symbol. Um, Luke's Order? We know it as Luke's Order. 
it the is. sequel trilogy or yes. the legends? Uh, of legends. That is oh, that oh. is the one being used in the sequels. This is the origin of it narratively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Disney canon. <laughs> and uh, Kenobi specifically notices uh, some writing that says light will fade but is never forgotten. That's so true. As the hangar roof doors seal, Kenobi discusses the situation with Tala, who believes that Reva has tracked them down to Jabim. Kenobi believes that Vader is leading the hunt and plans to attack the tap the path's base rather than lay siege to them stating he never had the patience for it uh and when roken asks how do you know that uh we get more flashbacks of them of obi-wan and kenobi fighting what obi-wan and, Ken- <laughs> obi-wan and anakin fighting you're right <laughs> Oof, i'm tired i'm tired and sick i'm sorry so uh we see uh, we see uh, Anakin pressing the offensive and uh, uh, prompting Kenobi to warn him that the Jedi goal is to defend life rather than kill. Kenobi Skywalker ignores Kenobi's warnings and advances on him, countering that mercy does not defeat an enemy. As the trooper leads as the two cross blades, Skywalker states this is why he is going to lose. In the present, we cut back to Darth Vader, uh, and uh, and his Star Destroyer as two ships uh, are dispatched to attack the Path's base. Kenobi addresses the frightened civilians, telling them that he understands their fear and anxiety. Since they are unable to fight the Empire, he states that they will aim to hold the Empire long enough until they can reopen the hangar roof. Kenobi tasks Roken and his fighters to reopen the facility's hangar roof within an hour and sealing the other entrances. Leia steps up and says, uh, steps up and says, uh, I need a ladder. (laughs) Roken goes, uh, sorry, princess, now is not the time to play dress up. And he goes, and... Obi-Wan, not missing a beat, goes, get her a ladder. You trust me. I trust her. Get her a ladder. <laughs> no more grumpy uncle here. Oh, I loved it. The grumpy uncle now forces, uh, imposes his grump on others. <laughs> I, uh, and this is a, this is a wonderful show of how, of his respect for her. I really like that. You know what? I just realized I think we might have missed something. What? Did, we, did you discuss the lightsabers? No. Uh, no, there was a pile of like there pa- were Padawan, lightsabers and Padawan lightsabers. Yeah. Okay, so they were Padawan lightsabers. Okay. They they looked like Shotos. They were they were single handed. They were really small in Obi Wan's hand, but he only picked up one. Uh, all the rest of them were like nondescript, like it was out of focus a little bit. Um, uh-huh. I'm sure, I am, I guarantee you, uh, that one image of all those hilts is gonna be blown up a million times over and all over the lightsaber verse, um, in the yeah, next week. Yeah, and then we'll probably get a bunch of Shoto's, uh, with, uh, Smooth Swing. We, I, I want them, 
I want them real bad. Um, <laughs> I know they, you do. They've got Smooth Swing. Uh, they've got Smooth Swing and uh, uh, My Thing Fell Through with uh, uh, Crimson Dawn. But all of Crimson Dawn soundboards uh, all have Smooth Swing. In Hilt or Neopixel. Ugh, I can't breathe. We should, we should just go in together and and do and and get a couple hilts or something. I definitely want some, uh, some. I don't care about him. Uh, let's beat him up, kind of. Don't yeah hilts, and then I want like a cosplay, like yeah, wear it in a parade, use it for a parade and for some videos, uh, yeah. or for pictures. But like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like try to hit someone with it because it's too dang expensive kind of lightsaber. True. Well, you could just buy just buy a Force FX saber. The... Blech. You could buy the one no, for, 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 blade. for $200, I can get a Neopixel lightsaber. True. True that. So, well, we, uh, we're, we, we're, we're in the weeds. So. Yeah, we are. We are. We'll get, we'll get back to spending money when we have money. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. In the meantime... Uh, as the Imperial ships descend, the path defenders get to work, and sealing the remaining entrances, Imperial ships dispatch a landing part uh, of stormtroopers and, and like maybe four purge troopers. None of them, uh, none of the purge troopers have the helmets from Fallen Order. Um, they are just black with a red uh, shoulder guard. Um, they also don't have any melee weapons. Like they did in Fallen Order, they just have blasters, and they look like they have the exact same blasters as the regular stormtroopers. Um, several stormtroopers assemble and load heavy turret guns, and uh, the last person to arrive is Reva, who arrives in the shuttle called Scythe. Um, she orders them to bombard the doors. Tala urges Roken to work on reopening the hangar, they're having difficulties. Uh, oh, this is where Leia says, "Get me, uh, get me a ladder." And Kenobi tells her to uh, to be careful and to that he has full confidence. He also tells Haja to keep an eye on her uh, while she climbs the ladder. Kenobi <laughs> leaves the leaves to attend uh, a call on his portable hollow projector in private. Kenobi uh, he gets a pre-recorded message from Bail Organa who is worried by the lack of communication. He fears that if Vader has found Kenobi or learned about the children he will travel to Tatooine to protect uh, Owen and Luke. So how but, would that work out? How would, how would have Owen reacted to that? Is that a curiosity? He is he's in the outer rim. He like the, like I'm sure that Bail would try to like be uh well, I'm a politician, and I, uh, I know better than you. But keep he might as well be a, a senator in India, trying to talk to an American. Like it, like mm -hmm. it, it's not. I don't think that that's a good enough argument for uh, our boy Uncle Owen to let well, down his guard. So what? What would have Bale done? Try to take Luke somewhere else? I don't know, but that would have put that would have put a giant target on Luke's back, because 
they already took Leia. Leia was already taken from his house. So his True house that. is not a safe place. <laughs> I don't I don't know what his plans would be. I feel no, like that no. was a that would be a dumb decision. But yeah. uh as far as we're aware, that doesn't happen. So nope. um Or, uh, so, where am I in my notes? Following the transmission, Kenobi reassures Tala that he'll be alright. Um, Tala confides that she took part in an operation to round up four Force-sensitive families. Uh, and, uh, that she's traumatized by the death of 16 people, including six children at the hand of the Inquisitors. Uh, Tala resolves to make amends for her wrongdoings by helping to fight off the Imperial besiegers. And she has notches on her pistol grip. Uh, no, on her holster. Um, one for each kid. And uh, and the others as well. Um, with the outer doors buckling under the pressure of the giant turret, uh, Kenobi tells the defenders that he will buy them time by parlaying with the third sister. During a ceasefire... Reba warns the fugitive Jedi that his stalling attempt will not stop Vader's advance. Kenobi questions how she knows Vader's identity is Anakin, since he believes she was too young to have known him. Kenobi deduces that Reva was in fact a youngling who witnessed Skywalker leading the attack on the Jedi Temple on the night What's of Order 66. What's least suspected almost, a whole, almost immediately. Yes. Reva is haunted by her memories of Skywalker killing her fellow younglings. She says that she believed that Vader was there to help them, and was shocked when he murdered her Jedi family. Areva reveals that she survived by playing dead. Oof. Wow. Big oof. Yep, and cue the flashbacks. Ugh. Man. So, uh, Kenobi realizes that Reva is planning to kill Vader, and asks her to work with him. Reva is distrustful of Kenobi and questions his desire to kill Anakin, proving that Kenobi was not there to protect her, pointing out that Kenobi was not there to protect her and the other Jedi at the temple. Reva points out that Skywalker was Kenobi's Padawan and asks why he did not stop him when he had the chance. Reva rejects Kenobi's offer of help and says, I've, you will be surprised at what I can do alone. And... Uh, ignites her lightsaber through the door and begins to cut her way in like it's episode one. There was nothing Obi-Wan could have done. He wasn't even there. No, but he could have killed Anakin on Musafar. <laughs> yeah, but how would, would she have known about that? No, because they none of them would have been in that situation. Well... Yeah, she wouldn't have known, but all her friends would have been dead, but they would have been avenged, and in her little baby brain, that would have been good enough. Yeah, true that. So, uh... Kenobi, uh, the doors open, and Kenobi uses the force to push her back. Uh, a gunfight breaks out and Reva stormtroopers between Reva stormtroopers and the pathfight pathfighters. Reva orders her troops to storm the breach, which is really cool, very Lord of the Ringsy. Uh, yeah, the paths start mowing them down, but there's a bunch, and that's and our boy Ned B 
uh, is uh, front and center taking him out. Yep. It's uh, like Kid like 2SO. Yeah. All oh, rip. Uh, hey, we'll, we'll see him in Andor. I hope so. I don't know when we'll see him or, if, or if we'll see him. I think we will. So, uh, Kenobi attempt. Uh, so, Tala and the Pathfinders retreat deeper into the base while Kenobi helps a wounded woman to safety. Ned B also continues to mow them down. Yeah. He manages to hurl two aside. Tala is hit and falls to the ground. Torso hit. De- center of her uh, center of her core. She's down. If she if she stands up, uh, she's gonna need some science fantasy goobity goobity goo to get back up again. She's hit bad. Take her, take her to a mod parlor. Yeah, take her to take her to Thundercat. Yeah, the years will help her out. Tala. Uh, Tala's hit and fell to the ground. Kenobi at- attempts to assist her and strikes down several stormtroopers with his lightsaber, but they, the, the stormtroopers in this scene are like ants. There's just so many of them. Yeah. Ned B... Ugh, excuse me. Ned B carries the wounded Tala to safety. No, uh, he... Uh, Ned B also takes a, a bunch of bad hits and turns and kneels down in front of Tala... Uh, as he is slowly powering down and is a shield for her uh, in his last moments. Uh, And Tala tells Kenobi to retreat before activating a thermal detonator. Kenobi is distraught but seals the inner blast door. Tala blows herself up with Ned B, delaying the Imperial advance. And she does say, may the force be with you before doing so. Yes, she does. Kenobi and the surviving fighters retreat to the inner sanctum, and uh, the Imperial captain informs Lord Vader that Reva has breached the inner sanctum. That uh, he's breached the inner sanctum. Vader tells the captain to order Reva to stand down, believing that Kenobi is in their grasp. In a flashback scene, Skywalker drives Kenobi to the edge of the balcony and tells his master to admit that he is beaten. Oh, I can't breathe. Um, believing they have lost, Kenobi wants to go back and surrender to Lord Vader. Roken objects, telling Kenobi that Tala's sacrifice would, would have been in vain. Kenobi is determined to stop Lord Vader's advance in order to save the fugitives inside. Kenobi asks Haja to look after Leia, and he hands over his pistol, his communicator, and his lightsaber. Roken asks Kenobi if he is going to fight Vader without a w- weapon, and Kenobi replies that there are other ways to fight. Kenobi walks out of the second blast door and surrenders to the Imperials. He is arrested by two stormtroopers. Other stormtroopers evacuate their wounded and fallen comrades. While Leia searches through the cables and wires for the Red Breaker, Lola watches her menacingly. Uh, Kenobi is brought before a triumphant Reva who orders her troops to inform Lord Vader of their capture. Reva informs Kenobi that Lord Vader is on his way, uh, prompting him to say, I'm, you're not bringing him to me, I'm bringing him to you. He asks if Reva is going to let Lord Vader slaughter more, more children, and reiterates his offer to stop Vader again. When Reva asks 
why he won't see it coming, Kenobi replies that Vader will be too fixated on. Uh, all he will see is me. So good. So good. Very good. Oh, man. So how, do you, how old do you think Reva was during Order of 66? Too young. Honestly, the uh, the flashbacks put her at probably five to seven. Yeah, I would say she. I I, I feel like she's more four to seven because I think she was older than the younglings that were in the council chamber from episode three. I oh. think they were younger. Fun aside, there was an interview with the actor that played the little boy that said, Master Skywalker, they're all around us, what are we gonna do? Yeah. The one that jumps, he said that Hayden Christensen said boo, which scared him. <laughs> and so he jumped <laughs> back, and that was the took that was the, the one recording they took. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Cause like Jeez. he he kept like not knowing like not like they they weren't really figuring out what response the boy should have, and Hayden Christensen improvised saying "boo," and the kid shuddered. And, and they, they and they added they the lightsaber. They cut the uh, the lightsaber ignition in the foreground in post. And oh. you say they took that out of the movie? No, no. Are, are you saying they replaced the Hayden Christensen saying boo and replaced it with the lightsaber turn on? Oh, yeah, they edited that out. But, like, yeah. all all audio on... Uh, I don't know if anyone that actually has ever talked about this, but, like, uh, we've never had this conversation. All movies are ADR now. Um, uh, all of it is uh, assisted dialogue uh, re-records. Um, that's not what ADR stands for, but I don't remember what it actually stands for. So, uh, all of the audio that you see, that you think you're listening to, was done in a voiceover booth with the same actors months later. Huh. I'm not surprised. That, Revenge of the Sith was so heavily CGI'd. That's fair. Yeah. So, uh... Uh, Kenobi breaks. Uh, she tells her master that Kenobi is inside, but Vader is determined to bring Kenobi in himself. Um. Oh, wait. I skipped ahead. So, the stormtroopers escort Kenobi back into the base. Uh, back in the flashback, Kenobi manages to break out of the corner where that Skywalker had maneuvered him into. The two resume their fight, but Skywalker still manages to knock the lightsaber out of Kenobi's hand. Um, Kenobi warns his Padawan that his need for victory blinds him. Back in the present, Vader arrives outside the Path Fortress and meets Reva, demanding to know where Kenobi is. She tells her master that Kenobi is inside, but Vader is determined to bring Kenobi in himself. Meanwhile, Kenobi breaks free of his Stormtrooper captors and flees deeper into the Path's facility. While searching for the Red Breaker, Leia is attacked by the reprogrammed Lola, and seeing the restraining bolt, she takes it off, and Lola is freed, freeing her from the Imperial programming. Uh, Vader enters the base in pursuit of Kenobi while Leia and Lola work together to open the roofs. 
Uh, Sully leads the refugees aboard the ship while Kenobi reunites with Leia. Leia learns that Tala did not survive. Leia and Kenobi head to their transport. Vader forces his way inside the hangar. He uses the force to grab Roken's freighter, preventing the ship from ascending and forcing it to the ground. We have not seen the force used in this capacity since Star Wars Force Unleashed. Seriously. This is this is Vader swinging for the fences. I know in Legends, Palpatine could use a could make a force storm and wipe out entire fleets, but this he is the first. But this is the first time we've seen it on screen, and Vader takes a not a tiny ship, but not a, a like not like an Imperial, uh, not like a uh, Star Destroyer, but like. A decent sized ship. He just holds out his hand yeah. and goes, nah, not today. Nope. He yeah. rips the ship Rip apart only <laughs> to find that it's an empty decoy, and the Pathfinders and refugees escape on a second freighter while Vader watches in fury. Back in the past, Kenobi breaks free How of Skywalker. Huh? How were they able to pull that off? Were they already It was like... it was out of eye shot. Mm. So it was the exact same looking ship further away. And they had just, they had set the, uh, the ship, the dummy ship to take off on its own. Mm -hmm. And so he immediately used all of his strength to take out the dummy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, my description didn't really give me a full picture of that. it's kind of it's kind of a small room where they were doing it. So we uh the Pathfinders escape uh back in the past Kenobi breaks free of Skywalker in the Spark match and uses the force to grab his Padawan's lightsaber. Kenobi tells Skywalker that he is a great warrior, but that his need to prove himself is his undoing. Kenobi counsels Skywalker to overcome this desire in order to progress from being a Padawan. And you can see on Hayden Christensen's face the, like, the two-facedness there. On his face, you can read, like, you're right, you're totally right, and also, I'm so mad I lost, I swear to God. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that like thinly veiled smile of like, uh-huh. Go ahead. Tell me tell me what I'm doing wrong. Just go ahead and tell me what I'm doing wrong. I like that so much. I I feel like then if, if that's the expression that he's got, then I'm I'm almost confident that this is pre AOT six. Because Anakin was a mess at AOTC. It was it was subtle. It wasn't like a full on it it wasn't a full uh it's not fair. Uh it, but like his smile slipped a notch. Uh is the phrase and I like that a lot. Like you could see that he was smiling and humble about losing and also you could see the rage behind the eyes at himself. Yeah. Oh, so good. Back in the present Reva attempts to stab Vader with her lightsaber, but he uses the force to block her blade. This is a masterfully choreographed fight scene. Oh my god, yes. 
so many different forms, so many different fighting styles, and I am so here for it. Vader surmises, uh, Vader says it was wise of him to use you against me. He hurls Reva aside. Reva charges and uh, again and again and again, and he doesn't ignite his lightsaber. He just deflects it. It deflects her using the Force. She activates. Uh, she lands. Uh, he pushes her to face away from him. She ignites her lightsaber, uh, the second half of her lightsaber, and lunges backwards. So cool. Oh, man. She is trying to be Form 4 as best as she possibly can. And she she can't do it. It's too much work. Mm-hmm. And Vader uses the Force uh, to pull her light, uh, her double-bladed lightsaber to him. He breaks it in half, and he throws one at her feet. Well, she tries to make it spin first. Yeah. And how, how does that work? Can you explain that to me? Magic. It doesn't make any sense. Like, it, well, it defies physics. That, that's what that's what they said um, in Rebels too. When Rebels happened, they were not happy with uh, fans weren't happy with this umbrella effect. Um, it's but it's I, cool. I'm, yeah, it's not useful, but no. it's cool. I mean, I I have no doubt that we're gonna see this as a legacy saber in Galaxy's Edge one day. Oh, if if anything. Rava's uh Rava's old one is is uh really good actually in comparison to the other inquisitors cuz the other inquisitors have full circles she could fold her circle into a half circle so that huh. she has more wrist maneuverability mm-hmm. um but all right, we're we're getting in the weeds uh yeah, I'm a, we are. <laughs> ooh I could go deep about like why you why you need more grip or like what would be the benefit of using jar kite. episode of that. We have get a Patreon set up. So Raven continues to fight with her remaining lightsaber, but the Sith Lord grabs both and gains the upper hand over her. her his final stance is not a form five stance. He is literally mocking her. She's been trying to use form four this whole time and failing miserably. She's jumping <laughs> all jumping all over trying to be Yoda and it's not working. <laughs> and his final stance with both lightsabers is a true Jarkai stance. And I know that it's not form 5. I want I want to say that it's a form 4 stance just to be just to like put salt in the wounds, a big nanny nanny boo boo. And like, like, mall style? No, that's form 7. Oh, uh, wait, what? Nuh-uh. Yeah. No, Form 7 was Mace Windu's style, Vopad. Yes, and Palpatine. And Maul? Yes, but Maul was a practitioner. He never became a master. Okay. That's why he goofed. <laughs> he always goofed. He always thought that he was better because he trained in the best one. Or the most offensive one. Nah. Oh, God. You done goofed. Yep. He's like level three at any time. Mm-hmm. He's he's good, but not the best. Uh, which is why Obi-Wan beats him every time. Mm-hmm. So, uh... As... Uh, as she's on her knees, Rava is haunted by memories of Vader killing her fellow younglings. Vader stabs... 
Rave uh, through the torso uh, with a lightsaber and chides her failed assassination attempt. As the revived Grand Inquisitor and several stormtroopers join them, Vader says that the third sister is of no use to him. The Grand Inquisitor greets the third sister, stating that revenge can fuel the will to live, and that her rage was useful but has now become tiresome. The Grand Inquisitor and Vader abandon Reva, leaving her to tend to her wound. And point and just pointing this out, just as Vader is stabbing Reva, um, it cuts to him as Anakin stabbing a youngling at the same time. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oof. Oof. Did, did you know that uh, Utapawans have two stomachs? No. Yeah, that's how the Grand Inquisitor survived. Okay, that's hilarious. I'm so here for that reasoning. I'm here for it. That's hilarious. But that, so that give, that's an end to all the naysayers like, complaining about them breaking canon. You're welcome. We've seen so many other characters get revived. Like, whatever. And we're not... Yeah. Uh, and Rava's not dead. So, no, not yet. Uh... Aboard the Roken ship, Kenobi and Leia sit among the refugees. Roken tells them that the ship's hyperdrive is not working, and that the Empire is still pursuing them. Back on Jabim, Reva reaches for her double-bladed lightsaber and notices Kenobi's projector. Watching the projector's hologram, Reva sees Organa's message about Anakin and about how he's going to go to Tatooine. Kenobi realizes his projector is missing, but tells Roken that nothing is wrong. On Tatooine, we get a slow zoom in on a sl- on a young sleeping Luke Skywalker in his bed at the Lars homestead. Cut to black. So, ten out of ten. It's up there. It's got to be up there. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. That, that's what I think. Man, this is some of the best lightsaber. This is this episode yeah. <laughs> has better lightsaber combat. Than all of the sequels combined. Oh, you, wait. Are you including all three trilogies? No. That, just the sequels. Okay. So, so, the sequel trilogy? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, I mean, you could say that episodes four, five, and six were not really much to play Saber. Corey on B either. I'm with you on that one. I will get but uh, there's give still, that. But there's still miles above. I feel the sequel trilogy. Um, they have heart. The sequel trilogy didn't have heart with saber duels. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of. I get that it was two spellcasters. I and like that's a story for a spellcaster, but that's not me. I've never been a spellcaster. Give me, put a sword, a lightsaber in my hand, and point me in the direction of the enemy. Yeah. That's why so, I went Sith. <laughs> so, was there anything that surprised you about this episode? Um, the fact that they didn't just kill Reva outright. The fact mm-hmm. that uh, Tala died here. Um, the many Padawan lightsabers. Um, I don't know if those are even training sabers. They could just be stun training sabers. Uh. Or they could be, uh, I don't know. But they had adult robes. Oh, yeah. There was some adult robes folded in there. Yeah. The only thing that surprised me... Jeez. 
I was surprised on how many flashbacks we did get. We got a lot, and it was good. Yeah. Um. So predictions. Let's let's jump into some predictions about the finale here. What do you think the finale is going to be focusing on? Uh. One direction they could take is that they uh they make Rava Philippa of Delphi, I think is the is the Greek term. Um she she like tries to tell Darth Vader the truth and she's already proven herself a traitor two times now, killing her superior officer and attempting to kill Vader himself. Uh no matter how pitifully that is, that's still treason. Um, <laughs> so she's not trustworthy, even though she's telling the truth, and that will be Darth Vader's demise. <laughs> but I feel like that's lame. Mm, I don't think they're gonna do it. I think they're going to, I know, you know, we and Vader are gonna have their big fight in this last one. Definitely another fight. Um. Not on Tatooine. No, 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 no. I don't know where it's gonna be. Because it can't be on Tatooine. Because Tatooine is still a secret up until right. A New Hope. Well, Reva now knows about Tatooine, so Reva could try and go to Tatooine herself. She might pull a try to pull a uh, syndrome and show up and try to take the baby on her own. And get whacked by Owen? Oh, that would be f***ing hilarious. <laughs> I, would give it would be... I would give it anything for that. Wouldn't it be cool if Vader and Kenobi had another duel within the Jedi Temple. Oh. What? Ooh. Do you think that's too close to Palpatine? You know? Absolutely. That's his house. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it is. It's, and it's, also, it's, and at this point, it's full of dark side uh, objects and artifacts that yeah. he brings in to like try to make his own dark side nexus about it. So where would where would they duel? You think? Not on huh? Jabin. On a spaceship, because they're still being hunted, and they don't have a hyperdrive. Yeah, and it, yeah, because they still have to get Leia to Alderaan. <gasps> oh my goodness! <laughs> what? Did that say something? Uh, here's uh, here is my uh, I'm uh, I'm swinging I'm swinging for the grandstand. <laughs> here's what I'm gonna Here's what I was gonna say. Uh, Obi Wan and Darth Vader fight aboard. Uh, a spaceship, either the Imperial one or uh, or the Rebel one. Meanwhile, Reva takes a one-way speed ticket to uh, Tatooine, where uh, she is able to almost make it to Owen's. Uh, she's able to like talk to Uncle Owen, and was like, "I told you I'd come for your family." She's, like, bleeding and not having a good time, but she's uh, prioritizing uh, getting the kid. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lone lightsaber master comes out and cuts her down. And who would that be? Quinlan Voss. Oh, mm, I don't know about mm, Quinlan on Tatooine, my dude. Also, don't know if Quinlan knows. I don't know if anybody else knows except No, no Yoda. one knew except no one knew except for Yoda, Bail Organa, and Obi Wan. I mean, I don't know if Bray does Brad know. Does who know? Huh? Who? Brea Organa, Bail's wife. I'm I'm sure she knows at least a little bit. 
Okay. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure there's the only ones that know. Well, R2D2 actually knows. There R- you go. <laughs> R2D2. Um, uh, I don't yeah, think I've um, ever. I don't think I've ever told you this. Uh, my my father-in-law, Melissa's dad, is named Arturo. And in Whoa. Spanish, you add ito to something small or like a term of endearment. Uh, and so uh, we've taken to calling him Arturito. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, well, that, those are all good predictions. Um, Qui-Gon. We haven't discussed Qui-Gon. Uh, Obi-Wan gets back to Tatooine. And... I think we're going to hear him first at the beginning of the episode. At the beginning of the episode. Uh-huh. I think we'll hear him. I think we'll hear him first. Then we'll see him at the end. I don't know if we'll see him. I I bet we will. You don't think we will? Uh for the sake of for the sake of argument, I'm going to say that we're not going to see him and I'll bet you beer. I'll be Do down want- to, <laughs> be down a whole six pack. <laughs> <laughs> you owe me four already, my dude. I think I'm down to five. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Because I, I think I predicted that we'd see Leia in the show. Yep, you did. Um, and, and I was like, I don't know, dude. And she's been <laughs> nailing it ever since. Well, I guess my last question would be, how long do you think the episode will be? No I idea. I don't want to get too comfortable. I uh, I'm going to be upset if it's going to be really short. If it's like 26 minutes, I'm going to be vehemently upset. Oh, you and the rest of the world. I will be beside myself with rage. <laughs> I'm not waking up at 5:30 in the morning to watch a 20 minute episode. That's why I didn't wake up at 3 a.m. this morning. I woke up at 5:30, and then I watched the episode. I I feel like it's going to be in the 40s. At least, or maybe at least a low 50. If I'm going to guess here. All but right. Thank you, so, thank you so much for joining us today. If you want to chat with us, we have a Facebook page at Special Unit 352 and an Instagram and Twitter at SU352Podcast. Our, what is our email address, Peyton? Our email address is SpecialUnit352 at gmail.com. So please email us if you have any thoughts and predictions about the last episode. We are currently finding, uh, working on ways to be in more immediate contact with you guys, uh, but until I get an actual budget, uh, it's uh, still going to be the easiest way to get in contact with us. Uh, both of us at the same time is the email address. Uh, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast listening app because that will help us show up in the algorithms. And we look forward to talking with you guys next week. And as Peyton always says, And I'll with you.